Hey, what's going on, everyone? Baddest Chaplain here, hoping all is well with you and yours. Uh, today, I'm speaking with my good friend, the good sister, Shayla Turner. Shayla is the founder of Conscious Consulting. Uh, Conscious Consulting is a company designed to help you put your ideas into action. Uh, so, Shayla, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, likewise, likewise. I'm excited for you to be here, too. You know, I, I really believe uh, and I've told myself this. I've tried to encourage myself at this point, right? Mm -hmm. that every crisis creates opportunity, right? So when you look at those who are like great or have done something, people are like, man, they're so amazing. A lot of the times that greatness and the opportunities were, were birthed out of something going wrong. So yeah. <laughs> what was that thing that happened in your life that made you say, you know what? I need to work for myself. Like, I, I, like this, ain't, this ain't it. I need to do something for me. Like what, what happened for you? Um, so I did not have like this beautiful story of I woke up and God was like, girl, leave. And then I just joined, <laughs> you know, it didn't happen like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in fact, I was very much so committed to nonprofits mm -hmm. that I really believed in mission over even my own personal self-care or sanity. Right. right. So um, and, and you know this, you know, anybody that knows this <laughs> ever been in that space, yes. you know that you get real comfortable with just kind of waking up and being like, well, this is just a part of the job. That's and how it goes. <laughs> I'm just going to push through it. You know, That's right. I just don't want me to be happy right now. <laughs> That's it. That's, this is my lot in life, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is my cross. And, it's my cross. And, and um, I was operating like that for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and... I had always been very, very privileged in having jobs that gave me flexibility. Mm -hmm. um, and so much so that when I had a traditional nine to five, I really didn't understand like, what you mean I can't just leave and go to community meetings or, you know, like I have to sit here. And so um, needless to say, it was a position that felt like I needed to go, but I wasn't willing to go anywhere. Come like on, I was right. going to stay. And so eventually... They forced my hand. I was fired. Come so, on. Um, I was told, well, that my position was ending. But it's just a nice way of it's saying, a, it's polite. girl, you got to go. Like, right. you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, they told me that, and they had this meeting with me, and I was thinking that the meeting was about getting a raise. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I had been busting my butt there. Come on. I, right. I just completely thought that it was about getting a raise. And the funniest thing is, I don't think I was ever supposed to take this opportunity. And I think it was a perfect example of God giving you what you want just to kind of show you. Oof. Say that. Say and and that. I'll, I'll leave that part there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I was only there for eight months. And when they called me in, I'm like, okay, I've been doing everything right. And mm -hmm. da, 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 da. But well, what I later learned is they didn't want me to do everything right. They hired me without any experience because they wanted to justify not needing this position. Ooh, okay. Plot so twist. Now I don't know any of this. Right. I'm the youngest one there, super naive, just thinking that, you know, I just work. had this amazing door open for yeah. me. I've been killing it. So they're ready to give me my raise. And they were like, you know, as of next week, you don't have a position. Come on. So I had that moment and I had already started conscious consulting um, months prior. I just wasn't operating in it. Mm -hmm. And I only had started it as something like a backup plan. Gotcha. Um, 
not wanting to ever fully use it full time, but just yeah. something to do in addition to what I was doing. Mm. And um, in that moment, I kind of realized the only reason I didn't want to do it on my own was because I thought it was financially irresponsible because I was right. a mom. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's something about sitting in HR and somebody telling you, yeah, we don't care about how you're going to feed your family. I started realizing, like, I don't want to ever have this conversation again. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so that was what sparked it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, haven't looked back since. I hear you. I hear you. Now, it's like, it sounds like it really put a battery in your back. And, and you know, where you kind of <laughs> had the, you had all the, the skills already there, but it was just like, that sort of sense of like, Oh, for real? Okay, I gotta do this now. Yeah, like, I, I gotta do this now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have to do it. So that uh, <laughs> that was that, and it's it. it's been ever since. Consciousness yeah. melting ever since. Just making it happen. And, and one thing, like, I, I gotta, uh, you know, I, I, there's a, a lot of podcasts that now talk about like giving folks their flowers, but your family, I really gotta give you your flowers, and, and oh, just thinking about the ways in which you know the entrepreneur space, business in general can be a, a, a sort of like fertile space for like narcissists and folks who only care about themselves. But your yeah. your whole approach to this has been so community oriented. Like you've not just said like, oh, I got to get myself right. But you've given countless people now a blueprint for how to get themselves right. Like really gotten folks free uh, and teaching people how to get free. So, so I, I think about, so I want to applaud that number one, but number two, you know, you talked about how, you know, it took you some time to say, like, you know, this might just be like my, my backup plan. This might just be my parachute. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with clients who you can see the potential and they have a wonderful idea. This is going to help a lot of people. But their doubts are so loud. Their doubts yeah. kind of blanket the possibility of entrepreneurship. So to be very honest, I don't. Um, and I have a lot of people and I know that they want that. And I've even had clients say like, you know, I needed you to give me a push. Yeah. 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 And, um, I don't, there's a lot of coaches that do that really well. And that's their skill set. Um, it's, it's not necessarily that it's not my skill set, Uh but I I, I view ideas differently. Okay. And And I think this is, this is going to speak to why I operate the way that I do or why I encourage everybody. Our ideas don't belong to us. Talk about it. There are things that need to happen. And if you get in alignment with it early enough, you get to be the one to carry it out. But if you don't, God will find somebody else. That true story, though. So it's a lot of times I have people, and I I see this all the time. Like I have one lady, and I'm not going to say too much about her story because I know she's going to watch this. But right, right. (laughs) Five years ago, she came to me with a concept. Brilliant. Uh, like, brilliant. We were both floored about it. She did yeah. nothing with it. Come well, on. we're seeing it come out now. Ooh. And back then, it was something I was like, kind of a good idea, but not sure how it would work. Now, it's like pressing everybody doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And she reached out to me like, oh, my God, can you believe? Yes. Yes, I can. I can. <laughs> because it needed to be done. Come on. And... We think so high of ourselves, we think God won't use somebody else. If he needs it done, it's going to get done, whether you do it or not. And so whenever I'm working with a client, I have to remind myself of that. Like, Mm -hmm. Shayla, this isn't just because of who you are. Like, it has nothing to do with me. I'm just operating on something that was given to me, but that was passing through. And if I wouldn't have grabbed it, somebody else would have grabbed it and been able to do the same thing. 
Um, but we we get really stuck on yeah. it's about us. And so that's why we get in our head and we got these doubts. So I don't I don't spend time working through it because I know the idea is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's just if they're not ready to be the one to execute it, that's timing I don't even want to touch or or mess with. And there's yeah. plenty of ideas I've had personally that I didn't execute out on. And I'm grateful for those moments too, because mm-hmm. I just might not have needed to touch it. Yeah. You know, so it's really a matter of not pressing timing um, and ultimately recognizing there is for sure an expiration on every ounce of inspiration you get. Yeah. And Mm. you can choose (laughs) Mm -hmm. to play around with it if you want, but you're going to see it happen somewhere. Right. um, Because it has to get out. Right. My goodness. You've given me a couple of thoughts. One you're making me think there's somebody walking around like looking at an iPhone and crying because he thought of that first and didn't do nothing with it. <laughs> it's like, man, I knew I knew you could put the record player inside the phone. I knew that you could. <laughs> and they are hurt. Right, and now you're just upset. You're just mad for the rest of your life. Like, that was my life. one good thing. That was my, that was my one. That was my one. That really was my one. I also thought about Miles Monroe. Um, he had a, a, a fantastic quote where he said, the wealthiest place in every community is the graveyard because that's where all mm. the unwritten books and all the unstarted yeah. businesses yeah, yeah, yeah. and ideas are. And, and you saying that just made me think about those, those two things. Like somebody just really just hurt every time they see Apple. And then two, uh, <laughs> folks are just like, sit on that idea forever and don't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, we will. We'll... But the biggest reason that we sit on it is not because we don't think the idea will work. Right. Right. And I think that entrepreneurship, and this is something I'm still going through. So I'm not saying this oh, in yeah. the space of an expert. Trust me when I say God was dealing with me with this this morning. Probably Today, tonight. Right, we, right. We're going through this right now, right? Right, right. It requires you to actually deal with you. Come on. Yeah. So it's like all the things about ourselves that we don't deal with, it bubbles out and it spills into this business. Mm-hmm. And it actually forces you to deal with you. So when people are nervous or scared, a lot of times it's not because they don't think the idea is going to work. That's why they said it out loud. They know it's going to work. Oh, yeah. They're just not confident in their ability to do something on their own. Yeah. Yeah. And that honestly takes a different level of depth Mm -hmm. and time and true mentorship. Yes. Yes. that it, that I, I think that it needs to be separated outside of what I offer as far as consulting services. Got you. But there are some amazing coaches that just focus on mindset work. And a lot of people think like, oh, well, that's not as important. Like, no, that's almost most important mm-hmm. because you can't get to the strategy. You can't get to anything else if the belief yeah. part isn't there. Isn't there. I hear that. I hear that. And, and what you're saying has made me think about the ways in which I've tried to like train my TikTok algorithm mm-hmm. to really give me like good information and my YouTube algorithm <laughs> give me good information. Because at first yeah, it's yeah. Me nonsense, like I want this. I want to. <laughs> I want to learn stuff. And, and the amount of uh, folks I've um, learned from, you know, I think about like uh, James Clear with Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. and Science, and Next Work. And the thing that keeps coming up over and over again is this whole notion of the importance of consistency, right? Like there's yeah. some folks who get so caught up in like, 
the sort of perfectionism that like you never really start or like you do it but you never put it out there and then there are folks who are just like man whatever i'm just gonna do i'm gonna do it when i feel like it but there's something about the important the importance of consistency that i've seen come up time and time again so I, I say this to say like how have you seen it help people on their business journey this notion of prioritizing being consistent well i think that it it helps tremendously right and and the hard part about consistency is a lot of people feel like they're not consistent or they're not disciplined or, mm-hmm. but the reality is most of us are just consistent or disciplined in certain areas. Right. And so if I had to measure it, I would say all of us are given the same amount. Mm-hmm. It's just where you're using it. And then we beat ourselves up because like, oh, I'm not consistent in my workouts, but you are super consistent with your business or I'm not consistent with this. Well, you're really consistent with your marriage, you know? So we've right. got all of these different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of time we're just so burnt out <laughs> with it's certain tight. areas that it makes it hard. Yeah. But I, I will say that it always works with business by being consistent because you know, eventually it's going to pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so it, it's like, I know eventually this is going to break if I just wear it down enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole part of the process is that consistency sounds really good when things are easy. Like Talk it's really, it. it's really easy to post every day when you're making consistent money, your life is going good. Oh yeah. Can you post every day if you get sick? If something happens in your family, if Mm -hmm. the market changes, if no one looks at your page, can you still go every day relentlessly? Right. Right. And so um, it gets very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and it's hard to keep moving when things are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we don't do it. But what I've seen even with myself is you're planting seeds every time you do something in your business. Mm-hmm. And so when you stop or there's a lag in your consistency, you don't harvest later on. Yeah. And and so people will be like, oh, well, it's been a month and I still haven't made a sale. Well, those two weeks you took off three months ago Come on. are catching back up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really hard to mm-hmm. grasp. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a very long time to get it. Yeah. But... You have to like consistency isn't just something that would be good for you to do. <laughs> right. It's it's necessary. Like yeah. just just like you have to go to work and you have to clock in, like you have to prove it. You have to every day find a way to be consistent. That doesn't always look like posting, but you have to make sure that there are constant actions being taken. Mm-hmm. Um and really treat it as a part of your routine and a part of your habits, yeah. because that's the only way that you're going to actually see some results. That's real. That is real. Yeah, you 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 just hit it on the head for me because I'm thinking about the ways in which, you know, we're so obsessed with the like end result, which is like maybe yeah. wealth for some people, a fame, or you know, just being seen, being acknowledged. That yeah. we don't think about those details of like me cheating myself and saying like, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to work that hard for this season of time that it's not going to pay off too. Like that's paying off as well. Right. Like, yeah. As much as work pays off, cheating yourself pays off in an opposite <laughs> direction. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah. always consequences. <laughs> always, always. You, you made me think about my, my freshman year of college where me and my homeboy, we would work out. Our student union had a gym and then like uh -huh. a cafe on top. So we'd work out hard. And then go get a double cheeseburger right after. I'm like, man, how, it ain't paying it. off. <laughs> the cheeseburger working harder than the muscles. <laughs> at best, you're going to break even. At best, at best, you're 500 <laughs> team. At best. <laughs> I'm saying 100%. Yo, so um, I see you on the site, uh, you, you offer uh, a free ebook, and this ebook provides. A hundred ways for folks to make money with their ebooks. But what is it about ebooks that you think are such an effective tool for growing your business? It's not just something you think. Ooh. I mean, it's happening. Like, what? Like, what is yeah. it about ebooks? So, we are in a digital information space, but mm -hmm. not just any digital information space. We are looking to learn the most in the shortest amount mm -hmm. of time. And, and ebooks are allowing you to be able to make transform like make transformations in a mm -hmm. very short period of time right but the hard part is like everything else when we learn something we usually only understand it from that initial point of learning it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so for the average person they hear about ebooks and they just cancel it off like okay this isn't something that i could apply or i can do mm -hmm. When ebooks can be sold to schools, it could be sold to organizations, it could be used as coloring pages that people print out. Mm -hmm. You can create printables of templates that you've created, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's just say you took all of the questions from your podcast mm -hmm. and sold it to other podcasters as a um, as a tool that they can use. You right. can do that as an ebook, right? For sure. So it's just all of these ways to be able to monetize your knowledge in short form. Mm -hmm. So I got interested in it because I started to realize that I have been told a lie about entrepreneurship. Come on. We think about entrepreneurship as a place of freedom. Right. Let me just tell you, it is no... <laughs> Is nowhere near a space of freedom. Like, yeah, yeah. Freedom is being able to clock out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and being able to take time away or to be able to ignore when the phone rings because right. you're spending time with your family. That's that's really freedom um, when we really think about it, right? Mm -hmm. That I, I can go, I can work, I can make a set amount, I have security in that, I can I can pull away if I need to, I can schedule accordingly. A lot of that is freeing. But then we build things that require us 24 hours out of the day that require us to be unrealistic about right. what we need to do for ourselves. And so for me, I started seeing that those two things were, com were conflicting to me. Mm -hmm. I've spent all of this time being this child advocate, knowing how important it is for the parents to be present. Yeah, and then yeah. here I am doing everything but being present with my son. Come so, on. Right. Um, Ebooks and other digital products. I like to focus on ebooks because I like reading. I like literature. So that's that's why that's been my space. Gotcha. There's so many other digital products, but it allows you to be able to create something once and have infinite inventory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that you can be able to get your time back. Right. And not have to worry about, yeah, I spent a lot of time with my kids, but now I can't afford for us to eat. Right. Because this is the reality of what happens. Come on. Right. right. You're choosing. I'm either going to provide for you financially 
or I'm going to provide (laughs) for you with my time. But it's never an opportunity to be able to do both. And so this begins to allow you to start to put things out there so that Mm -hmm. you're generating revenue. You're not losing out on income, but that you also have time. But again, this is where that consistency thing sticks back in. Right, right. Because a lot of times it's hard to stay consistent with it because it's so new. It's so different. You're not really sure, like, is this worth me putting my time into? Right. And so we aren't consistent with it. Then it doesn't work. We kind of just rule it out. And so it, it has to be both creating it and then being consistent with it so that you can actually see the results. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I hear that. Yeah, it is. Once again, just just precisely thinking about that whole like time versus, uh, you know, like money debate. Like I was just the other day at a, at a um on a work trip but but at a, a, a cafe um talking to colleagues and I was like wow I'm surrounded by folks whose money makes money you know what I mean like like I'm yeah. sitting in, in the room where you know folks were not there for work were just enjoying their latte just hanging out with their kids and I was like oh your, your money must make money because you yeah. either have this sort of time at like 10 a.m on, <laughs> on a weekday you know no holidays involved yeah 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 I think I think of this sort of um work as countercultural because it doesn't seem yeah. like you're subscribing or advocating for like that I'm sleep when I'm dead, you know, kind of grind culture. It doesn't seem like that's really like the, the key part of it. It sounds, you know, if I'm understanding correctly, like doing this work is about, like you just said, fixing that balance between time and money. So making sure that you have time for other things rather than just like working all the time or, or being on the clock. What what would you say um, gave you that sort of perspective? Like, was it having a child that, that turned that switch on for you or, or was it other things prior to? That's honest. That's really honest. You know, he's, a, he's a cute excuse. Right here. It's a noble um, excuse. Yes. Yeah, but I have always realized that mm. I have a spurts brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I do really good in these spurts and then I've got other seasons where it's like, mm-hmm. not so much. So, I I got really fortunate very early to have amazing jobs gotcha. and jobs that allowed me to perform directly in an expertise. Yeah, and yeah. What yeah. I started to learn, and um, there's a there's a content creator, Marty Woodard, and he talks about this, and I think it's it's spot on that when you're an expert and you get to operate at your point of expertise. You don't work more, you work very specific, mm-hmm. right? And so he talks about how the doctor isn't the one that's running in and out of the room. Right, right. The doctor comes in for a very specific conversation uh-huh. and they're out. Yeah, that's true. Any expert, the surgeon, right? <laughs> they're coming to just let you know, hey, these are, I'm doing A, B, and C. That, that's, the, that's the fastest conversation you're going to have. True the story. more specialized the person the quicker your interaction with them. Right. And so um, my first job was working for a law firm. Okay. So here I was 16. Yeah. And I worked for a top bankruptcy attorney. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm watching, he's not just always busy, busy. Like he, he was, most of his time was spent reading, perfecting his craft, and then executing, right? There we go. And so... Um, it made me realize that 
the smartest people in the organization, their superpower, their uh, benefit to the company is their knowledge. Yeah. And so all of that to say, I spend a lot of time working on perfecting my knowledge mm-hmm. more so than the busy stuff. Um, and that's always been something I desired. So I always found jobs that will let me do that. Like, can I be in the community all day? And then, okay, I can come up with a program, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't want to be sitting in a room all day. Right. Developing this or doing memos and stuff like that's not my skill set. My skill set is show me the kids (laughs) and (laughs) I'll show you what we should be doing. Um, and so the more I had experiences like that, the more I realized I liked it. And so having my son just kind of up the ante on it because uh-huh. it's like, all right, now I not only want time to perfect my craft, but I want time to just be mom. A hundred percent. Like, you know, we, we want to be able to just enjoy each other. And right. so I think it's been a combination of those things. Um, and I really would love to encourage people to think about what's, what's natural. Like what is your natural rhythm? Mm-hmm. And what do you need to create that honors that natural rhythm? Mm-hmm. Like I, I tell everyone, I have no desire of consulting for more than five more years. Talk about it. I mean, y'all might have one year left. Come, like twenty twenty four. Like Lord, I'm trying to be obedient, tour. but like, come, <laughs> come on. Like, <laughs> at some point, my desires got to be lined up. <laughs> at some point. Um, <laughs> and so it's. I'm willing to do a lot more work on the front end if this is giving me some additional cushion afterwards. Mm. But I don't want to burn myself out in any space. No, no. And really recognizing, well, what does that look like for you as an individual? And then beginning to create something that honors it. Mm -hmm. Like I know I'm going to have to hire and train someone that's able to replace and understand this model. So right. that I can then be able to transition to the rightful spot in the business I belong. Got you. Um, but that's not always comfortable. Um, and it's definitely not easy, but something that I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Now, you you really, you all know how you just bless me with what you just said about um, specialization and experts. Because it's something I've always wrestled with in my own journey is, and I was an English major. I'm a minister, I'm a writer, and I yeah. never felt like reading was work. Mm-hmm. Like it felt yeah. like if I was reading, even if it was like reading like a memo from work, it just felt like I was like taking I time yep. away from the doing. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, yes, but like I also felt like it didn't count as like something I did today. And yeah. so it, it was always a fight and, I, and I've had to sort of give myself that permission to say like, no. We're going to read for exactly the same way you described, um, you know, your, your, your uh, boss was a lawyer so I can get better at my craft. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because the more I expand my vocabulary, the more I understand these different things, the greater my impact is when I'm mm-hmm. interacting. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's so intentional. And it, it also sets you apart because most people aren't reading. <laughs> So few people. (laughs) So few people. Me and one of my friends, we joke all the time. Um, 
we joke we joke all the time, even having conversations, even things like religion or stuff like that. Yeah. And it's always, and I mean, I don't have to explain this to you because you see it all the time in your space. It's amazing how little we know about Jesus. Like we are mm-hmm. Christians. We <laughs> and we rarely ever read the red parts of the Bible. <laughs> the red parts untouched. Untouched. And it's it's so interesting, but it's like because we a lot of people don't have the desire or the um, love of reading. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a great benefit because there's so much information that's available to you. Oh my goodness. If you're willing to go through that journey of it. But a lot of people, it's boring. And it's not being given to me in an entertaining way. Right. It's it's dry. I don't want to make it through it. Um, And I, I... I've always said I enjoyed reading, but in this season, I don't as much. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm not sure exactly if it's just the stuff I'm reading, if I'm just tired or what. Yeah, yeah. But there was a book that I started to read and I wasn't liking it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it just didn't stick. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't a page turner. I felt like I was struggling, struggling. Even the Come audible on. version, I was like struggling oh, to listen to it. audible was like, bad. That's tough. The audible was bad. I was like, damn, <laughs> this damn voice is getting on my nerves. And it's Falling asleep. Yeah. But what I realized was it was because the content conflicted with me. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The book was Death of an Ex- um, Death of the Expert or Death mm-hmm. of the Expertise. or I'm not uh. sure if I'm familiar with what I'm talking about. Yeah, vaguely, yeah. Um, and I kept seeing people recommend it. I'm like, this book is not good. But what I realized is he was speaking from a space that I didn't necessarily agree with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to force myself to get through it, which I'm really glad I did. Good. Because it reminded me that we don't even, we're so wired to ignore or cast out things that are different. Right. That we're missing a whole nother part that's necessary to really hone in on our craft. So um, it's definitely been, I've had to get myself to getting back to really forcing (laughs) the reading, Um, but it's, it's necessary. And Mm -hmm. the more that you engage and you really get to get a jump start into somebody's brain. You think somebody else just specialized in this. And now I get to tap right into their thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just very much underrated. So what it sounds like is that people are, 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 are leaving money on the table by not reading, you know, like, it's <sighs> like, like this don't even know what it's, they're missing I mean, out on. We've got so many books that teach us how to do everything, 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 everything. I, I like my my idea, my dream job. Okay, go ahead. Dream job. Let's go. Y'all gonna see when I retire, and, and then money's not an issue or whatever else. I will yes. be, and everybody's gonna be like, "Why she? What's she doing that for?" And you'll just know you heard it here first. A librarian. Come on. That is my go. favorite place. That's right. My favorite place. Right. And so, I uh, I was having a whole you know mommy moment because my son will be 11 tomorrow so i just have oh, been in this birthday happy 11 cloud of emotions goodness right? of course as you should my god 11 <laughs> oh. you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm about to cry right now so <laughs> it's okay it's a safe space <laughs> so as i was doing it um 
one of my friends like, well, you know, you're someone's three when you went full time into business. And wow. how are you doing that? It was just you. And at the yeah. time, his dad lived out of state. Gotcha. And I was like, well, I had the library. And I don't think people really understand Come on. how much I used. Like we would go there at 9 a.m. Uh-huh. and leave at 6 when they closed. Yeah. And he would be in the children's area. Uh-huh. And I would be in the children's area on their computers. Yeah. That's it. And, and we did this. I mean, if I needed to print something, I was at the library. If I needed a meeting, I was in the study rooms. If I needed to use a computer, that, that's what we were using. Yeah. He had a tablet at the time we were using their Wi-Fi. We didn't have Wi-Fi. And I'm like, you, we have these resource centers right here. in our communities. And I would say to them, I'm trying to start a business. How do I write a market strategy? Oh, here's a book for that. Amazing. Here's write your business plan. Everything I did in the initial startup of our business happened in the public library. Public library. And even to the point at the time, now LinkedIn has bought it because they're sneaky like that. But yeah. at the time, it was, what was it called? Uh, Linden Learning or Lydia Learning. Oh, yeah. Not, was, not like LinkedIn's like course series. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the course series. But back then, you could use it for free with the library card. Ah, okay. So it was classes on social media marketing and classes on everything. And everything. I would just sit there like a sponge. Yeah, yeah. And go through it and read the different things because you had access to it with your library card. Wow. And it was, it was great. Um, but it made me realize just how underused um, these spaces are because people don't even know that you can yeah. go or that the librarian has to have a special master's and she's the best researcher in your city. Like, exactly, by far, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I know you want to ask the business coach about it, but just go ask her and I guarantee yeah. she's got more information on where you can he, find He's going to ask her too, it. right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And so, um, yeah, librarian, hands down, that is my all-time favorite place. And one that uh, anybody that's watching this, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or not, tap into your local library. There we go. There we go. Shayla, what would you say is your hope for the world in this moment? Like when, when you when you look out on Ooh. things, you could localize it. I know that's a giant question, so you mm-hmm. could localize it just to um, you know, like entrepreneurship or or, or um, uh, you know, like parenting, whatever whatever space you feel like it resonates with you best. Like, what is the, what is the thing that you're like? You know what? It's gonna be all right. Like, what gives you hope? It's two. It's two things that give me hope. Right. The first is that. God is truly sovereign. Yeah. That, that's like, that, that's, that's the first, the first, first. For real. And that when you are to have something, it is going to be yours. Yeah. Like I, I can teach a million strategies. I can talk about a million things. Right. But ultimately I want everybody to know that <laughs> every single thing that's ever happened yeah. has been the result of God saying that it was time for it Come to happen. Come on, yes, yes, and yes. And so the best example I can give, and this is something I stand by wholeheartedly, is if you're supposed to have $2 million, God can send a squirrel to hand it to you. Like, for real. That, that, that's, just, that's just the reality of it, that what is yours is going to be yours. And yeah. so I have to remind myself of that all the time. Mm-hmm. 
because it gets really easy to get caught up in the chasing and the feeling left out and the feeling right. like I'm behind. Right. You're not. Yeah. Um, and none of this stuff is new to God. Right. None of it. For real. So, so that's, that's a long one, but a first one. Mm -hmm. Um, the second is that, and and I'm currently writing my first print book and this is literally the title. So you're getting a whole exclusive. exclusive. And it's how is it my business? Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. How is it my business? Yeah. And I wholeheartedly believe that we are all creators because yes. we were created by a creator. Right. Um, and that we're all creators and that a lot of times the things we're doing is to just put us in the space of creating. Come on. Yes. But how it's going to work out is not mm. your business. Like I, I have a plan for how I hope to get to Millions of dollars, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. want more in this strategy. Uh-huh. Lord, hear me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know we have all these posts about no such thing as an ethical millionaire. Me and the Lord going to try it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's always room for a first. There's always room for a first. <laughs> and I think, I think about that, and I have this plan in mind. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, the plan is to keep me busy. That's true. The, plan, the plan is to get, keep me busy, is to keep me in the space of creating. Uh-huh. Ultimately, how it happens, it's got nothing to do with me. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so God is sovereign and how isn't your business Yeah, um, are definitely my two hopes that people will truly be able to um, truly be able to get to and really see like you are complete. Like you already have all of these parts. I know it sounds real cliche. No, but we say it all the time. But every trauma, like we were talking about before, crisis, mm-hmm. moment, everything works collectively. For real. For you to be able to get to this particular moment in time yes. and to be able to do this particular thing. Right. And, and that in itself is super exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly, certainly. I, you have to come back when the book is ready. Yes. You have to come back. Yes, and now that I've said it out loud, I have to actually work on it. Now you got to write it too. That's because now you. I've, I've I've already started writing on it. I'm not going to tell you how long I've been writing on this because it's, okay. it's a trifling amount of time, and all of the it's things that I've said about <laughs> about ideas need to happen. And you know, I, I've said a lot of things yeah. that I know I'm going to have to eat later. So I'm, I'm going to just leave That's it how at it goes. that. That's how it goes. This book is going. This book is going to happen, and we we are praying for you, excited, and cannot wait to to read it. Um, like I told you, if if you need somebody to like read it before it come out, I, I love that stuff, man. Listen, so. hands down, hands yeah. down. Um, it is the whole purpose of it. Um, and kind of. The premise of it is the in like that entrepreneurship is a mixture of fantasy and faith. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really recognizing that in order for me to walk around this radically delusional, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's rooted in faith. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to explain it to people like, oh, this happened and, um, and, and that happened, and I'll go through these things, and they're like, "Uh huh." What, like, like at, at some point, it's like, "All right, I'm calling CPS." Like, lady, <laughs> this, is your, 
this is irresponsible. <laughs> and and I'm like, it's I get to move around like I know I'm not going to fail. Come on. And that on. like, and if we really, really unlock that, it is incredible Talk what we're it. able to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and and I know everybody has like their own like you know spiritual thing. Mine is a shower. That 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 space right there. That's the space. Whew, that's the space. Like I have a whole meditation area in the house, but Come listen, on. it's nothing like what happens. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, over there. Like nothing like what happens in that shower. I hear you. And in all of these like very transformative conversations with God, right? Yeah. Um, I'm brought right back to understanding that all of the doubts and the beliefs, if I just truly think about the fact that God does not fail. Come on. Like, if I don't think about anything else. Right. Like, that as long as you lock down with me, you do not have the capacity to fail. Like, you'll lose opportunities. Things will happen. Sure. But you're not going to fail. You won't fail. You won't fail. And and that that's enough. Like that that's enough to get me right back at it, to go back towards it another day, to really wholeheartedly believe that mm-hmm. all right, we can we can make this work. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's such a beautiful word. God does not fail. And, and it kind of convicted me. I think about moments in life I thought, man, I failed. But no, I was like nah. hearing what you say, like, no, no, you ain't fail. <laughs> that's man. Oof! It's my past. Like, yeah, and it, I mean, it gets it gets really even. Um, even recently, I made a business. I made a business choice, right? Yeah. And and I found myself because it flipped us upside down. Like, okay. I mean, whew, whew, just it it toppled us. Yeah. I killed maybe ninety five percent of our revenue. Okay. Huge risk. Huge. Like I mean, these are things that. And and still, we still on the fence about it. So I want to be real honest. Yeah, that's right? honest. These are these are the things that make a business fail. Like yeah. just absolutely stops. And I was spending a day, and I was crying about it. And I was talking to one of my friends on the phone, and I said, you know, I've had a lot of failures in business. Well, I have, mm-hmm. but they were all like the cute failures, like something else happened outside of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then God turned it around. You know, like yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Hundred percent. But this was one of those instances where it was like, nah, I got to turn it. <laughs> I know you hit that wall. Yeah, you bumped your head. And um, recently I had, had went to church and they were speaking on your worship isn't just what you do uh-huh. when God works it out. Like your worship is how you handle the knowledge of it might not work out. Oh, come on. Right. And, and I was kind of like, when they said it, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Like, wait, right. wait a minute. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the feel good Baptist. Yeah, give, give, me that good, give me that good news again. Right. <laughs> wait a minute. And it was like, you know, like, well, even if God doesn't, I'm going to serve. And I was like, I hate prosperity preachers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, but I, 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 I sat with it and I, I could tell by how it stung that yeah. God was being very specific. Like, no, no, no. Right. I need you to know this is not about to work out. Woo. And, and I, I started saying things like, 
I messed up. You must have heard God wrong. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And so here recently, and I'm talking about this is like last week, God is really showing me, no, uh-huh. you heard me right. Yeah. That's it. Like, like, like you, you heard me right. We, yeah. yes, yes, it did. It did fail. Right. And yes, it did. But that was a part of the assignment too. Part of the process of it. Yeah, yeah. And that's that stings. It stings so bad. Oh, goodness. Um, but it's so necessary. And mm-hmm. how do you worship in that space? Or how do you recognize Question. that? Because I had to even change how I was talking about it, and I, I kept saying stuff like, "We failed. You know, I messed up. I ran this off the road." Then I realized, wow. like, no, you were obedient to what you were supposed to do. Come on. You're now living in what God already knew was going to happen. Right, right, right. It's not a failure. It was a necessary part of what's about to come next. Yeah. Like, this part was necessary of what's about to come next. And that is such a hard part of entrepreneurship. Or a part of anything, I'll even say. Sure. Because now, now you get all the outside noise. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the people that are like, listen, I love you, so I need to tell you that you should do this. Yeah. I, hey, are you sure that you heard them correctly? Like, Come maybe on. you should go back to... And it's it's a very interesting season because I've had to actually step back and say, no, what is God saying right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what what was I already told? Like I don't have to keep repeating this up. Like what what was what was already being told to me? Um mm-hmm. and ultimately I have that promise of in whatever it is, God does not fail. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. It's My it's a goodness. it's a nice, beautiful, beautiful season here. It really is. <laughs> it really, just the, the gems are flowing, like the like you were connected. Fully connected, man. This has been the process of pruning. So so your timing, yeah. your timing is perfect because yeah. it would have been a different Shayla a week ago, two weeks ago, come on, three weeks ago. But we're in a um intense, intense pruning yeah. and um refining season. That's it. Um and now I'm in the excited part. Because oh. before it was just dark. Just, just, just dark. It was like, man, this ain't for the week. <laughs> You sure you want to do this? <laughs> My message would have been different. Don't do it, folks. Don't do it. Run. It would have been a cautionary tale on this episode. You got an idea? Run from it. Run Get from somebody it. else. Tell somebody else. Let them suffer. <laughs> but today is new breath, so we, I love we it. Get, I love we're it. getting we're getting a different a different perspective today. Uh, yeah, thank thank God for that clarity. Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So, so I want to ask you a question. I ask this uh, to all of our guests. Um, it's really a favorite question of mine. I want you to imagine that you're hosting a dinner. You can invite four guests, dead or living, fictional, real people. Shayla, who are you bringing to dinner? Four people. Oh, that's hard. No mistakes. There's no, there's no, there's no bad answers. I've I'm had a, some I'm answers. Gonna, I'm going to give answers. you the ones I thought of initially. That's good. Okay. Uh, I want my future self there. Ooh. That's a first. I've never heard that before. I like that. I want my future self there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, got, I got some questions for her. Sure. I'm, struggle, I'm struggling with, I'm, I'm going to give a real, you know, real Christian girl answer. I want Jesus there, but I don't know. 
Jesus has been invited many times on this. Yeah, but I feel so. like I feel like Jesus is gonna change up the vibe of the conversation. So Every Jesus time. might need to be his own private conversation. <laughs> Jesus might Jesus dominate Jesus the room. Must... He might. Right. <laughs> I, need, I need Jesus and me to have our own conversation, <laughs> not in front of folks. I feel like that one's gonna be a little bit embarrassing. I get you. I get you. But um, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna say Jesus. I'm gonna say for sure my future self. Uh-huh. Um Nelson Mandela. Oh yeah, strong, strong answer too. Because I think about long-term strategy, that's who comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, Oof. hands yes. down. Yes, um, certainly, certainly. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would love, love, love a dialogue with Nelson Mandela. And if I had to think of a fourth person, if I had to think of a fourth person. My first thought was Malcolm X. That's a strong one. Yeah, I, I, I would love to have a conversation with Malcolm X, mm-hmm. mostly because I just don't think we know anything about what was actually happening in Malcolm X. For sure, brain. for sure. Like right. we, we've kind of gotten this polarized picture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would love, love, love to have that dialogue and that conversation. Mm-hmm. So those would, those would have to be a very random four. Yeah, but a good four. Yeah, but those those would be those would be my four. I mean, um, I think I would leave that conversation <laughs> enlightened, to say the least. Oh, to say the least. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's. I, I would like to be a fly on the wall for that dinner. That's that's gonna be something else. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, I think it might be some conflicting views amongst, but but I think it would be a great talk. Oh, yeah. but you know, I think they'd all be on the same page at the end of the night. Be on the same page. Yeah. 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 When, when you think about uh, your, your business, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier with uh, saying that you want to be retired from consulting um, by the end, by, I'm going to say by the end of the decade, um, but, but that's yeah. within five years. Uh, where would you like to see yourself in a decade? Um, In a decade, where would I like to see myself? Impacting children. No doubt. Like, I, I, I would like to. I would like to be able to impact children. I don't I don't think there's a greater space. Yeah. Um personally. Yeah. Or to be able to be considered like a safe space gotcha. for children. And so to me, um like if I'm thinking of the thing I'm most passionate about or would lo- would love to be able to do all day mm-hmm. would be whether that looks like foster care whether that looks like policy around youth i'm not sure exactly what it looks like to be right. very honest right um but to be able to have a great impact and for children to comfortably be like oh yeah she's amazing like oh, to have sure. to have that i don't think there's anything greater than kids growing up and being like oh my goodness this person impacted me seriously couldn't agree more and there's no greater honor than couldn't that so in 10 years, that's where I see myself. It's really cool seeing um, now, though I myself identify as someone in my 20s, you know. I hear you. We just don't. I just like to, we just go that's put we, that that's on the record. That's where it is. Having mentees that are like 25, 26 now walk up to you and say like. I know. What? Yeah. It is the best feeling ever. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. And so in 10 years, being able to see that. And having a son that doesn't require a whole lot of therapy. Yeah, and it's like, on. you did your job. 
my mom, my mom did her thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And not just, you know, she she gave it the best of what she could. <laughs> right. She tried, man. She tried. Mama tried. Like, that's not what you want. Not but you in want. ten years, yeah. I will have I will have a twenty one year old. That's wild. That's wild. And to have a twenty one year old that's positively yeah. impacting Come on. the world and yeah. genuinely in line with his God-given oh, spirit, that that to me, I will honestly, yeah. I think that that's success in 10 that's, years. Oh, absolutely. It's the best thing we get to do is be a parent. It's the best thing we get to do. It is. Yeah. You get to be a child twice. Like, 100%. You know what I did last night? I watched the Ninja Turtles movie, and I had the best time watching <laughs> with my son. I texted my frat brother. I said, I think this is my favorite movie of 2023. You know, you had told me Ninja Turtles, and I still haven't watched it. I have to watch the movie. We were watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. Come on. Right. Right. Why did I tell you how good this show was? Come on. Locked in on this, like, classic tale. You know what I mean? And then here I go. My son was very annoyed with me, though, because (laughs) we're, like, maybe... 15, 20 minutes in. I'm like, well, is he really going to be the last airbender? Is there other ones? And my son goes, it's in the title. <laughs> like, that's just that's just how he said it was. It's in the title. <laughs> I'm over there hopeful that at some point, maybe maybe like five episodes in or three seasons in or something, that it's going to be another airbender. Yeah, right? so, yeah. so sad. He gets companions, right? No. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, he's going he's gonna to meet another airbender, right? Oh, I love it. So I just was looking at the side of my head. So I'm like, yeah, because he's not going to be the only one. Like, like you can spoil it for me. He's right. Like, it's literally the title. The title of the show. The last. The, la- the last. Air- the last. The last. I'm here. So I don't know if he's going to let me watch it again with him tonight. Listen. I might have blown it. So maybe I'll have to do oh, Ninja Turtles. You might just watch it on, the, on your tablet by yourself. <laughs> go, go to the other room with your tablet. Catch him on the airport. Because clearly I'm missing it. You out, yeah, you're at the party now. You're at the party. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Sh- Shayla, where where should folks go if they want to um keep up with you, uh, learn more about um the ways that you're helping folks? So where, where should people go? Absolutely. So www.digitalideabank.com right. has a vault of all of our trainings, anything that you need to know about launching or learning about digital products mm-hmm. it also is where you can get that freebie to learn 100 ways to make yes. money with ebooks yes um and from that site you have access to our membership that gives you all 100 trainings on all of those different ways to Come make on. money with ebooks um, outside of the website we are on instagram a lot Mm-hmm. And that handle is at Conscious Consulting. So mm-hmm. either one of those are great ways to be able to learn from us. So if you want to learn more about eBooks or learn more about our business, definitely check out Instagram at Conscious Consulting. But if you're ready to begin to take some trainings and take it a step further, digitalideabank.com. Good stuff. Good stuff. I tell you all, uh, I can't speak more highly of, of Shayla and the incredible work that you're doing. Thank you so much for following Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm super, I'm super, super excited and proud of you. Like, absolutely. Oh, you. Like, it is incredible to see. And you talk about consistency. Appreciate it. You, you have been consistently Appreciate the you. same dope spirit. Appreciate you. All these years. So that that's that's a hard act. So I definitely hats off to you and I'm super excited for you. Oh, uh, bless, bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, y'all, y'all know what it is. Uh, Baddest Chaplin here. Uh, please make sure you listen to us on on Spotify, Apple, uh, baddestchaplin.substack.com on YouTube. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram as well. Um, I've been talking about like I got a, a a page on Spill now. I'm trying to figure out how to use Spill. Still trying. I've to heard so out. much about it, and I feel like an old lady because I still don't know. It, but it is definitely the wave apparently yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a really um good platform it's different than the other ones in terms of like the user um experience of it, it, mm-hmm. it like it takes like a bit of a learning curve it doesn't feel like the way twitter felt or like instagram feels but it's, it's really awesome and I, and this it seems to be like a really um good community building over there so definitely want to um on uh still i'm i'm at uh, Dr. Chris Burton there, so like you know, okay, follow, follow me there. But uh, y'all, it's always a joy. Thank you so much for um, watching and listening. And uh, until next time, uh, be blessed.